I do believe that a fresh start could be in the cards and maybe the best thing for Ridley. It's not a uh, situation where he has any ill will toward the organization. There's just some personal things it sounds like it's going on and maybe uh, a new location for him would be a good thing. So my educated prediction right now, D. Hall, this is a prediction. It's not a report, but it's educated, is that Calvin Ridley is elsewhere for the 2022 regular season, but we'll see how it plays out. What's up, everyone? It's your boy Rob here. Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. The voice you heard right there was Mike Garofalo of NFL Network talking about Calvin Ridley. Um, obviously, this year was a very uh, weird year for, for the young receiver of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I would say, is arguably one of the most talented uh, receivers in all the game. But earlier in the year, um, he announced that he would be taking a break uh, from football to focus on some personal issues. Uh, to this day, we still don't know uh, what those personal issues are. And although there are rumors, I'm not going to talk about them on here until Calvin Ridley himself addresses um, whatever happened personally in his life. And before I get into the football aspect of this, um, I just want to wish him um, all the best. And I hope he's doing great right now. And wish him and his family health, love, and happiness. But yeah, so the reason I start off with that little clip by Mike Garofalo about Calvin Ridley is because this episode is going to be about why I think Calvin Ridley would be a great uh, fit and a great player for the Miami Dolphins. So, uh, like I said, Calvin's arguably one of the most talented uh, receivers in the league. He's still on his rookie contract. Um and I know he's going to be a free agent in 2023. I've seen that around Twitter today, and people are like, um, why would you trade for him now? Just wait till next offseason. But if you want to help Tua now and you plan for him to be your guy, you got to support him. You got to help him. And why not add not only one of the most talented receivers in the game, but one of his former uh, teammates at Alabama and pair him up with probably the rookie of the year in Jalen Waddle. Can you imagine Jalen Waddle on one uh, one side of the field and Calvin Ridley on the other. Obviously, bring back Gasicki, bring uh, keep Mac Hollins and those guys. Add a couple more guys, of course, to that receiving core. But I mean, just imagine that duo of Jalen Waddle and Calvin Ridley together. It'll be completely electric. Um, yeah, and uh, I I want him on the Dolphins too because, uh, like I said already, I mentioned like I really think he'll help open up the field and help Tua because that'll be another weapon you're adding for Tua, and it's not just a Oh, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, he's a pretty good receiver. No, when he's played, Calvin really has proven that he could be a number one wide receiver in this league. And, of course, there are questions surrounding why he took time away from football. Um, and even for a potential team interested in trading for him, there's going to be questions like uh, we got to really – whoever's looking to trade for him, um, what, I, what I read so far today from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN is that the, the two teams he mentioned today um, interested in really are the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. So that's another reason why I'm doing this episode, because uh, I, I did see Jeremy Fowler uh, mention the Dolphins um, when talking about Calvin. So, but yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll just say since those are the teams that have been mentioned so far, I'll say, look, if you're New England and you're, and you're Miami, you got to really dig and go behind the scenes and really find out uh, what, what Calvin, what happened to Calvin personally, because you don't know, if you're kind of getting an, uh, an Antonio Brown situation on your hands, I mean, it, it's so incredible to think that Antonio Brown was in Pittsburgh for nine years. And, and all of us, we had no idea what was really going on behind the scenes. So 
Um, yeah, if you're the Patriots and the Dolphins, and of course there'll be other uh, other potential suitors because, like I said, he's one of the best uh, receivers in the league. You really got to do your, your searching because you don't want an Antonio Brown situation on your hands. And I'm not I'm not trying to put that out there. I'm not trying to start a rumor that he did anything crazy or any you know what I mean anything like Antonio Brown. But I mean, you, you do have to do the digging, man, because you don't want to bring a guy that you're uncertain about um, his off off the field behavior. You don't want to bring that into your locker room. But with that being said, like, I mean, in terms of the football side, um, if everything's fine personally, uh, he just went through something. Maybe, hey, if you bring that guy in, you're automatically uh, making your team better. You're helping your quarterback out. You're helping your potential uh, new head coach out. You're opening up the field, um, not only for the whole offense, but also for Jalen Waddle, for Mike Gesicki, for Matt Collins, um, and all these guys. You're going to be able to stretch the field more. You're going to be able, if you're finally going to draft a running back, and I'm talking about Miami here, obviously, not New England. Um, if you finally draft a running back and fix the running game and, and bring in some better offensive linemen, you'll, look, it'll be a, the perfect bread and butter. You have a running game with great blocking from your O-line, and then um, you're going to be able to cause some play-action passes for your QB to go deep to Calvin Ridley, to Jalen Waddle, to Mike Gesicki, and whoever else you bring in. So I just think it will be a great idea. I think it will be a home run uh, trade, and home run pickup for the Dolphins. And I do want to – I'm going to open up an article here that I was reading about this um, from NBCSports.com. Uh, so on here it says that – so this is from Jeremy Fowler, okay. He says Atlanta is cash strapped and needs pieces along the offensive line so they could use the draft capital. And then in the article it says, so what would the Falcons asking price for Ridley uh, be? And then Fowler says uh, that he spoke to one league um, executive who noted a conditional second round pick, which could turn into a first rounder based on playing time. So, uh, seems like a sweet spot. Okay, another team Fowler mentioned. Sorry, I'll bring him up the Saints, but so. If that's really the case that you could get Calvin for a conditional second that could turn into a first, I would do that in a heartbeat without even blinking, without even thinking. <laughs> Just I'll, I'll accept that right away, like with no hesitation. That's that's how good I think he is. I, I'm shocked that it's a conditional second. And obviously it could turn into a first, of course, but kind of like the Carson Wentz trade, whatever. But I mean, to get a number one receiver for a conditional second round pick, you do that all day. You want to help your young quarterback out and, and you really want him to fully show what he could do and you want to have a winning team and make the playoffs. This would be a huge step into that direction of the Dolphins finally passing the hump of, of becoming a playoff team, you know? So, I, yeah, um, I mean, I don't have much else to say about this whole topic, but I wanted to make sure to do an episode on this because I, I do really love Calvin Ridley and I, I really believe he'll be a great fit um, as a Miami Dolphin. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. And until next time, everyone, take care.